Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Unofficial Experts. I am your host, Preston Moore, and today I am joined by my good friend, Spencer Bennett. Spencer, what's up? What's up, man? Good to be here. Excited. Yeah, this is uh, this is kind of a sad day. Um, do you know why? Oh, is it because I was supposed to be joined by Elaine Calder and Jake Moody? I, that is one reason. We were going to have two other guests, but it's okay. Um, no, it's sad because this is the sixth and final episode oh. of season one of Unofficial Experts. We're taking a break. Wow. I yeah I I know that and I forgot that and now I know that again. Yeah. So now and there's is... there's added pressure for this episode to go well because you're you're the you're the finale. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> now that we're like on the air, I wanted to let you know. Just drop a quick bomb before we get yeah, on. Yeah. So get ready. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, uh, <laughs> on that note, today we are going to be talking about Disney parks. Something that, um, you know. It, on the other five episodes, we've talked about some things that are a little bit foreign to me. You know, we talked to uh, my friend Taylor, who literally flies planes, which is something I could never do. Um, and then, I don't know, I talked about cosplay with another friend, something I've never done. But Disney parks are a thing that I have done. So maybe I will be able to give a little bit more more input than I normally do. But, Spencer, you have also loved Disney parks, but in a very different capacity, I think, than I have, because you grew up in, or you grew up going to visiting California or visiting Disneyland a lot. Is that mm -hmm. right? Correct. So how, when did you, um, I guess, make that connection and like fall in love with it and really realize like, this is something I really like? Yeah. So when I was like five years old, like this is my earliest memories of theme parks. Uh, I was terrified of them. People in costumes scared me so much and I was scared of roller coasters and I like really hated theme parks. Like they were my least favorite thing. Um, and it wasn't until like eighth grade on a trip with actually Lane from Disney Deconstructed. Um, my dad put together a vacation for us to go to LA because we would go every couple of years and I, I would hate it because I was scared of everything. And mm -hmm. I wasn't until like sixth or seventh grade that I got over my fear of roller coasters and people in costumes. And then eighth grade, my dad put together a big SoCal trip and he let me bring Lane, who was my childhood best friend and still my best friend. And that's when it kind of clicked for me then was when I got to fully experience it, not afraid of stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a Six Flags park like an hour from my childhood home in Sacramento. And uh, it's not good. And going to Disneyland, <laughs> having like registered that theme parks, it made me realize how cool theme parks could be. And uh, Disneyland yeah. is just really special. So it has a special place in my heart. Right, right. I definitely, I, I relate to that a little bit because I grew up in Amarillo, Texas, um, which is not known for much, but what it is known for is not the theme park. Uh, <laughs> we have we have a little rinky-dink theme park called Wonderland Park. Um, and it is, that's, that's what we had and it's not very big at all. And it's very terrifying to ride any of the rides because you never know if it's going to just like stop randomly while you're upside down, which has happened at Wonderland. Um, not very wonderful, but all of that to say, you know, my family, we would go to Disney world in Florida every year. Um, and I definitely, I had a similar experience where I was like, now, now that I've seen like the wonderlands of the world and I can, now I can see like a dis like magic kingdom in Disney world. Like that was like, 
oh my gosh, like this is actually kind of cool. I was never, I can't say I was ever um, scared of them. Although Peter Pan did make me cry one time, but that's a separate story. Um, (laughs) But you know, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely see where you're coming from with that. So you, you've been, uh, you have, you, you briefly mentioned it. I've mentioned it every single week. You have a podcast, the Disney deconstructed podcast. I do. Yes. And that is actually for a little background. That's on the same network. We're all on the same network, the, De- the deconstructed podcast network. And tell me a little bit about that. Cause you guys, I know you guys dive into Disney parks quite a lot. Yeah. Um, it was an idea I had my freshman year of college where I, when I met Jake Moody, um, I met Jake through his roommate because we all are the same. We're all the same major at school and Jake has graduated this last year, but we had a screenwriting class together and I walked into the cafeteria and knew nobody except Preston, who was Jake's roommate. And we sat down together and he was like, so like, what do you like about Orange County? Like, what do you about Southern California? And I'm like, oh, Disneyland. He's like, oh, my roommate Jake has a pass. You guys should hang out sometime. And uh, he created a monster because Jake and I started going <laughs> to the parks all the time together and we got very very close and then um as i mentioned a little earlier my my best friend lane went to school in boston but he was he's a big theme park guy too and a huge disney fan and i had an idea i was like we should you know meet up and hang out and that we talked a couple times in like a group chat and i was like you know what let's let's be the ultimate white guys and do a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and uh it's it's a lot of fun we we're just the three of us are basically just hanging out when we do it but we all like the same stuff so we have we do have a difference of opinion quite often, which is, I think, the fun part of it. It is fun. I think uh, if you guys haven't listened to it, I know I recommend it every single week at the end of every episode, but definitely check out the Disney Deconstructed podcast. I have made a couple uh, guest appearances on there, which I have greatly enjoyed. Um, yes, you have been terrific. You changed oh, the game. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. Fantabulous, but, I think, is the word we used. Uh, that, that was the word. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I mean, it's, it's, that's true. You guys do have very, very different opinions on a lot of things, which makes it, which makes it a lot of fun. Um, even if it's just, you know, another three white guys doing a podcast, but it's a good podcast. <laughs> so definitely check Thank that you, out. Man. Definitely check that out. Yeah. So where are you right now? Are you living in LA? Do you visit? I mean, obviously coronavirus has changed everything, but let's, you know. Let's say hypothetically, coronavirus doesn't <laughs> exist. How's your life? Where are you? What are you doing in terms of like Disney parks? Do you visit quite often? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I did. I would go almost weekly, if not multiple times a week. Um, I'm mm-hmm. living in Orange, which is where Chapman University is, which is where I go to school. And I'm a senior now, and you're a senior too. So we're approaching real life, which is terrifying. Uh, yeah, um, let's not. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm only about 10 or so minutes from the parks. So I would go a lot, obviously, before the world ended. Um, yeah, yeah. But I would, I would go a lot. I, a lot of most people that go to Chapman have passes um, just because it's so close. It's kind of just a place to go hang out because there's not right. a whole lot to the city of Orange. There's like a cute little downtown area. But Anaheim is right next door, and that's got obviously a lot more um, attraction for people. So mm-hmm. we... Most people from my school hang out at Disneyland, but uh, not as much as I do. I would go quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a regular. And and I feel like Disneyland is a little bit more, um, it's more of like a local thing. It's still oh, like yeah. a vacation spot because it's Disneyland, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, compared to at least Disney World, which is like, 
like insane huge international destination yeah yeah (laughs) disneyland is a lot more like you know at least because i visited disneyland most recently last may of 2019 and um that was something i noticed was like most people there were locals like it seemed like it was just a lot of southern california people so, yeah, um, I, if not uh, people just living in California, um, like most, like I said, I grew up in Northern California and like vacation every year is Disneyland. I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. you tack on Universal Studios or a SeaWorld, but unfortunately not anymore because SeaWorld bad. But um, <laughs> we would, uh, it, that's kind of where everyone vacations is Southern California, specifically Disneyland, because it's, it's close. It's affordable enough. Um, right. You don't, if you don't fly, you know, you can drive and stay in a, my dad would stay in a motel six we would definitely like cheapo it but um <laughs> but it, you made it work you still got you made disney. it work yes that's disney magic as far as i'm <laughs> there concerned. it is you you make it into the park that's what matters all that matters you do a sketchy walk down harbor boulevard at night it's fine <laughs> yeah it's fine don't don't even worry about it just think about think about mickey it's okay the magic will protect you <laughs> yeah yeah um so i let's see i have a good question and oh uh I, I'm not sure where you're going to stand on this, but I want to know what are, what do you think? I'm not going to ask you for a certain one, unless you want to give one, but what do you think are the best Disney parks that you visited and the worst? Um, I've only been to the parks in the States. I've actually never left the United States. So I, uh, homegrown i guess well now you can't so how's that feel yeah yeah now that thing that i haven't done has been taken from me so um thanks world but uh my favorite the disney theme park in the country is for sure animal kingdom um i am an environmentalist i don't eat meat i do what my part at least i try to um and animal kingdom is kind of the magnum opus of that as far as theme parks go um, yeah. I idolize Joe Rohde. I think he's a genius. People who are listening to this don't know who that is. He's a Disney Imagineer <laughs> who basically designed and conceived of that park. He's and that park the is father amazing. Of, the father of Animal Kingdom, yeah. Exactly. And he's got terrific earrings. So if you like jewelry, he's got very long, he does. wonderful earrings. Yes. He does. They are magnificent. Um, they are. They are. That's a good word for him. The worst Disney park in the country, that I've been to in the country. Um I mean, it's probably tied between Hollywood Studios and California Adventure, but I'm going to give it to Hollywood Studios because California Adventure has a soft spot for me because I, <laughs> yeah. I went there a lot growing up. it's California, right. Yeah, and I've experienced all of its various phases. Um, it's so had a I, lot. It, Yeah, no, it's only – it's like the youngest park in the States, and it's had like the most change. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but that's purely because when it opened, it was just like such a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had to just overhaul that. everything and – we last time I was on Disney Deconstructed, we talked a little bit about this. I think is like it's not even California Adventure anymore. No. Like it's 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 a bold like that title in terms of like how it applies to the theme park. It's like that doesn't really apply to most of the park. No, um, I think the name is only like sticking because the park is located in California. Right, um, right. It's just arbitrary I've... at this point. You are on an adventure, and you are in California exactly for a while i was like they should change the name to worlds of adventure or something and then lane shut me down and was like universal has islands of adventure and i'm like you know what fine they'll just keep it who cares <laughs> they did they yeah. have changed the name though it used to be disney's california adventure and now it's just ah. disney california oh so, that's it's uh, a big change a lot of yeah, waves no, it's a big sent one through sent through the disney community 
Yeah, it rocked everyone's world. No one expected <laughs> yeah, it. No one was ready. Um, that's funny. I, I'm torn on that question because my favorite park, hands down, is Epcot. I have always loved Epcot because, you know, as like an eight-year-old um, going to Magic Kingdom and seeing like all the princesses and the shows and everything, like eight-year-old Preston was like, this is cool. Let's go learn about geography a little bit more. I was like, <laughs> let's go learn about culture and everything like the the world showcase as an eight-year-old, not being able to drink around the world. I still loved it. I was like, this this is it. This is what I want um, because I was I was that kid. But um, <laughs> I I don't know if I were to give like my least favorite park, you know, I'm not sure because I feel like our bottom two are probably the same. Yeah, they, probably. It feels a little yeah. objective that those are the bottom two. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just because like, I mean, when, when, because obviously I know Hollywood studios a lot better than California adventure. And Hollywood Studios, I love Hollywood Studios, but it's like IP, 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 IP. Just every, like any kind of like product that they can just slap down there is what it is. And it's not like, I, it makes me sad. I like I like Hollywood Studios, but I, it makes me sad because it's just so not what it was at all. Which I guess California totally. Adventure kind of went the same route <laughs> yeah no I'm, so. I'm just gonna say i feel like you and i um are both gonna have a little bit more love for our like native black sheep park but yeah. at the end of yeah. the day like just it i don't even think hollywood studios and california venture are bad theme parks i just no, think not the at other all. disney parks are so so great that they just very noticeably pale in comparison like I, I hate that I keep talking crap about Six Flags, but to go back to like comparing like <laughs> California Adventure and Hollywood Studios to like a you know like your neighborhood Six Flags, mm-hmm. um, I mean it it's not it's a knockout. Like it, Hollywood Studios and California Adventure are better parks. It's just when you're in the case of California Adventure, right next door to the original Magic Kingdom, which is Disneyland and has such a charm and special energy to it, or yeah. in Hollywood Studios when you're sharing the same like vicinity as Epcot and Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, which is just bigger, like larger than life Disneyland, like Disneyland, but like on steroids times ten. Yeah, yeah. You I mean you're not gonna really stand a chance, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. there's still no, good parks, and I still enjoy my time there. No, yeah, they're not bad. I love both of them, but it's still just mm-hmm. like when you look at everything else that you're surrounded by when you're there, you're like, this is fun, but also this other place is cool too, <laughs> you know? Right. But, so what, um, I know that you've been, you know, you're, you were very uh, actively like going to Disneyland growing up and stuff, and I, I went to Disney World a lot. So what are some of your favorite experiences that you've had at the parks? Oh, um, Disneyland, uh, like my favorite attraction is the Haunted Mansion. Um, it probably always will be. I, I like yeah. spooky things. I'm already celebrating Halloween, even though it's like September 8th or something crazy. And I'm fine. already like knee deep. My house is very spooky. I'm, I'm living okay. my best life. I'm proud I will of not let I'm, the you. Pandemic. It's okay. Thank you. Yeah, I won't let the pandemic take it from me. I will fight back. <laughs> but um, I, I had not been during Halloween time before until I came down here for school because we would always kind of plan the trip during the summer um, because, you know, I, being in high school, middle school, elementary school, like it's difficult. My parents were not the type of 
parents to like take their kids out of school to go on vacation like never happened i rarely missed a day of school i had to Mm -hmm. be like dying in bed for my parents to let me skip a day of school (laughs) um so i i didn't really go during any of the holiday seasons so some of my favorite experiences have actually been since i moved down here to go to school and and study um, screenwriting because i got to see a lot of the seasonal stuff i never got to experience and my favorite um, experience has definitely been Halloween and specifically like the Haunted Mansion holiday because it's already my favorite attraction. But when they soup it up with like one of my favorite movies, which is the yeah. before Christmas, I mean, it, yeah. it knocked my socks off. I was blown away the first time I went on it. And uh, I have bought an absurd amount of merchandise from it. And uh, they have taken lots of my money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That's what, whenever, uh, whenever I used to, because I did the college program and I worked uh in magic kingdom and whenever i whenever i lived there i was always joking about the fact that disney gave me all my money and then i just gave it right back all of it oh yeah that's what they say when you work for them yeah yeah and it's like recycling yeah i am now (laughs) going to pay all of this back for all of the merchandise that i want from you so messed up yeah, it's it's the system, but they know yeah. too. They know the people working for them are like oh, the yeah. biggest fans. Yeah, so they're like, absolutely. Oh, we'll even give you a discount. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Oh, okay, I will buy more things. <laughs> yeah. Five dollars off the one hundred dollar thing. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> that that's, that's doable. A steal. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It's all they they know exactly what they're doing, and you know what? Honestly, like I, I applaud them for it. It worked on me. It's fine, but <laughs> they got gotcha. you. Yeah, they got me. I would say my best experience um, in the parks is probably it's it was it was so awesome because it was whenever um, whenever I worked there when I had the absolute pleasure to be in the Christmas parade at Magic Kingdom and that was so much fun. Just the whole experience was amazing. But I remember the very first time that we had. Uh, a rehearsal for it. It was at night because they do them overnight. So while the park mm-hmm. is closed and I just remember turning the corner cause it goes through the route goes through frontier land and then it goes like through Liberty square a little bit. And then you turn the corner and you're in like castle hub, right? Where, you know, Cinderella castle is. And I hadn't seen, like they hadn't done the whole, um, the debut with like the, the Christmas lights that they decked the castle out with. They hadn't like lit those during park hours yet and anything. So it was a big deal. And I just remember turning the corner. It's like 2 AM. Um, and just walking into castle hub and seeing like an empty magic kingdom and the castle was all lit up. And I was like, wow, I am actually right here right now in that gave me goosebumps man (laughs) it was i can't it it gave me goosebumps too at the time i just like (laughs) i was it was so surreal to me and that i had been working there for you know about four months at that point so it wasn't like you know the the magic of it all like that was i had if there was any magic to be ruined it had already been ruined it wasn't ruined but Mm. i say that because like i had gone through the experience of working there but that that night just seeing it i was like oh i'm actually in magic kingdom at 2 a.m for a christmas parade and the castle's lit up and it looks amazing (laughs) i was like this is insane (laughs) um so yeah that's definitely definitely my favorite moment um yeah my my least favorite moment is probably when peter pan made me cry when i was five years old because yeah that'll do it it will it will i'm scarred 
I'm scarred because I was a very shy child and Peter Pan wanted me to crow, you know, cause that's what he does. Er, 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 you know, yeah. um, the last voice. Yeah. Yeah. He really wanted me to, to, to crow with him and I didn't want to crow with Peter Pan. And my dad was like, here, I'll do it with Peter Pan. And so my dad did it and then Peter Pan did it. And then like the character attendant that was there was like, no, you can do it. You can do it. And I'm just this little five-year-old. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Stop trying to make me. And eventually, eventually I just burst out into tears. (laughs) Um, And even as a 21 year old now, I've not gone back to meet Peter Pan at any of the parks because do it because of what he did to me on that, (laughs) that fateful day, 16 years ago, freaking Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Good movie, though. I like it. It's fine. Um, it's been a while forgiven. since I've seen it, but... I know. It's it's an old movie. It came out in, like... They're doing a, they're doing a remake of it, I'm pretty sure. They um, are. Called Peter it's... and Wendy. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be... I think I may have uh, written an article about that for some website. I don't remember yeah. which. <laughs> that's 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 what we do. <laughs> you, you write it, and then you forget it. It's fine. A little, a little backstory for... Uh, those of you listening, Spencer and I actually met a while back working, uh, or writing articles for the cinema spot, which is, I've mentioned it a few times now because a couple of our guests have come from, uh, those connections. So definitely if you're listening, go check out the cinema spot.com. Awesome people over there. They're wonderful. Yes. Do it. Awesome people. (laughs) Yeah. So we've got a little bit of time left. We have about seven or eight minutes. I don't know. So what, um, I want to get, I want to get deep and introspective. Let's do it. What makes the park special to you? Make me question life. What makes the parks special to you? Oh, um, well, I, since I was very little, have really liked, um, like stories and like telling stories. And I, for a while knew that was kind of in the realm of what I wanted to do for a career. Um, and then in high school, I joined a broadcasting program and that got me into video. And then I realized that I wanted to work in movies and I moved down to, uh, SoCal, but what really clicked for me and makes the parks such a special place is that I actually think that theme parks are like the ultimate form of storytelling, um, specifically like dark rides. And I, I feel like there's movies can only do so much. Um, TV can only do so much, books can only do so much. I feel like theme parks being a fully immersive, like 360 degree experience, you can actually take someone into the story and into the world that you've created. Um, and that's really, really special. And I think Disney is obviously on top of the game with that. I just think in certain, like take a ride like The Little Mermaid in California Adventure. I mean, I love that movie to death and Ariel's my favorite princess, but there, there's something that's even more special and exciting about almost being taken into Atlantica and seeing the under the sea scene, the whole big room and the whole production and having Ursula sing um, Poor Unfortunate Souls while messing with her, like her, I think it's a pearl, her like crystal ball. I think it's supposed yeah. to be a pearl. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever it is, yeah. it's there. Yes. But yeah. it's, there's something truly special about that. And Disney is just light years ahead of everyone else in the game. Um, Universal is obviously a close second, but I just think that especially Disney, the way that they incorporate like family into it too, and just a really like wholesome 
uh, meaningful stories and fun all in one. And I, I just think that that's almost, not the future of storytelling, but I think it's like the ultimate form of storytelling. And it's actually, the parks have made me almost more interested in working in theme parks than working in movies now. I mean, mm -hmm. my passion's always been story. And like I said, I think that that is like the, the truest form you can do it. Um, so the parks have done a lot for me in terms of just kind of opening my eyes to the different types of yeah avenues stories can be told. So yeah, that is why I really love the parks. I love that. I think something that, that makes it different because I love what you, you know, I agree. It's completely immersive. It's different than say a video game, a movie, a TV show, a book, anything, because you're there, you're physically there. So it's not so much of uh, writing a story, I would imagine, you know, in, in the in the process of creating a theme park. It's not so much of like writing a story, but it's like building the world for you to live the story in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so cool, especially because um, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland and Hollywood Studios, that is arguably the most immersive thing that Disney has done and uh, to that, to that level, anyone has done in terms of fully immer like immersive experience in a story. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you've got an entire land. I mean, in Hollywood studios, it takes up just about like half the whole park and it doesn't feel like, you know, if you're going to galaxy's edge, you're going to galaxy's edge. But if you're going to Hollywood studios, you're going to Hollywood studios. They're separate almost, even though technically it's the same park. But when you're in, galaxy's edge you don't realize you know that you're in you know in hollywood studios actually or in california that you're in disneyland because you're it's just so immersive every cast member who works there is speaking to you um with the themed language and everything like that and they're they don't sell things with the star wars logo on them they'd rather sell like a yoda plush doll because yoda's like a legend in this in this universe and I just think that the the idea of just building a story for someone to go live is so cool. And I definitely yeah. see where you're coming from. I think that that's really, really special that that's why you like them. Because I've never, you know, I've thought about it in that aspect, but not as much. Yeah, 100%. I mean, not to plug uh, my writing on the cinema spot, but I did an article um, when the Rise of the Resistance opened, um, basically about how that is like the greatest th Star Wars thing since Empire, like maybe ever, because it's nothing has made me feel like I'm in a Star Wars movie before that. And like, you know, there's Star Tours has existed, but Star Tours critiques aside, it doesn't hold a candle to what Rise of the Resistance is. Rise of the Resistance is a living, breathing world, it feels like, when you're inside of it. Mm -hmm. And Galaxy's Edge, in, in the larger sense, is as well. And um, check that article out if you want to hear me get really eloquent and writery with how yeah. I talk about it. But, um, yeah, writery and eloquent. Love that. Yeah. But it's a uh, Galaxy's Edge is a great example of just you take an, a brand that's recognizable worldwide and you, you do something with it that really no one has done and you do make it so so immersive that you know i i like i said i think it's the best star wars thing that there is and i mean i love most of the movies you and i have some disagreements on the quality of some of them <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but you know save we that we'll love save star that. wars we'll save that yeah. for for another episode maybe a disney yes. deconstructed episode instead <laughs> right but galaxy's edge is a uh, is special and the parks are special for you know all the reasons we've just said
Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. Well, that just about wraps us up. Um, quick little episode there, but uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, Spencer, thank you for joining us. Do you have any, any parting wisdom, any parting words? Uh, parting wisdom. Follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Spencer J Bennett uh, at Twitter or on Twitter at Spencer Bennett seven uh, Disney deconstructed podcast and Instagram deconstructed podcast network on Instagram subscribe to our YouTube channel, you know, do the works. We like, we like these shows and we want other people to like these shows. So yeah, that's my parting yeah. wisdom. Support like, me. That's <laughs> it. Support, support me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and on that note, I'm going to do my little outro. If you've enjoyed this episode of unofficial experts, make sure to drop a like or a five-star review wherever you may be listening. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at unofficial experts and on Twitter at unofficial XPod. Unofficial Experts is presented by the Deconstructed Podcast Network, deconstructing today's world from a young perspective. Make sure to check out the other two shows under the DPN banner, the Disney Deconstructed Podcast, as co-hosted by Spencer, and Maybe You Should Care. Thank you for listening, and we will see you soon, not next week, but soon, for what I promise will be a star-studded season two. (laughs) 